So welcome to this other 15 minutes of experience. Today I'm with Giorgos Aretis. Uh, welcome, Giorgos. Hello. It's very nice meeting you. Nice for uh, you. Too. Okay, so. let, let me let me introduce myself. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, but this is the first time someone stole this word from my mouth and uh, said <laughs> by himself. So it's amazing. <laughs> Please do it. <laughs> Okay, hello, my name is Yorgos, as you've said. I live in Greece, in Athens. Uh, I'm 25 years old. Uh, I'm a self-taught photographer. And uh, right now I'm experimenting on documentary photography. And uh, I'm trying to break through on the world of photojournalism. So that's what I'm right now trying to do. Short bus rate. And yes. uh, uh, so let's uh, keep from the, the words you say right now. Um, why documentary photography? What are you interested about? Uh, how did you approach to this uh, uh, topic? Okay. Uh, and uh, on which Let... topic you work on? Okay, let's start from the beginning, may I say. Two years ago, I, I wanted to start photography as a hobby. So I have a conversation with my father and after two days he opened the suitcase and he gave me his Canon 35mm AE1 film camera. So I started taking pictures. Uh, when I finished my first roll, I was excited. I was thrilled. I said, oh my God, I, I, when I saw the world from the viewfinder, it was another experience. So I started taking pictures, taking pictures, taking pictures, but after the, after some point it wasn't enough for me I, I wanted to, to learn more to learn how to compose to learn the history to learn what uh, from other photographers so i started reading books uh i began on some books of uh, Henri cartier bresson uh, on photography i was interested in the philosophy of what he thought and the famous decisive moment that we all want to find someday and take the picture uh, and then uh, I, I got the book of uh, Sir Don McCallum, his autobiography on reasonable behavior. And I've watched all his life, how he began and how he got to the war zones and how he got to documenting things and all his photojournalistic career. And I was thrilled. And I said, that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I'll try. I'll try. So after reading books and... Um, uh, listening to other photographers like uh, Sebastião Salgado, James Nachtway, uh, Gil Perez, uh, Paolo Pellegrin and others. Uh, I, I was very amazed by their work about how they portray people, how they portray moments, their composition, their, their amazing black and white pictures. So I'm starting uh, uh, getting lessons from them. I'm starting uh, reading their books and try to teach myself how to do something like that and the ethics and all that stuff. And uh, so I begin uh, 
practicing documentary photography. My first project, I did it through the lockdown here is due to COVID. I was documenting an open market that was near my house uh, because we couldn't go anywhere out and take pictures. I was on my balcony. I was watching in the, uh, the market, the people going up and down. And I started taking pictures in the beginning to practice because I, I was bored to shoot inside my home. I was out of ideas. So I start taking pictures of the market of the people and trying to find interesting moments that could document the life of the market. Sometimes I was up in 6 and uh, 5 a.m. to see how the preparations are going and how they build the stands, etc. etc. Until late in the afternoon where they put the vegetables back on the fruit and the baskets and load the trucks and then leave. So it was very nice experience because, uh, because I have a, a body of work that I have to edit, that I have to take from 2000 pictures. I have to go down to 20, 30. So it was very interesting experience for me. It's my, it was my first project, may I say. Yeah, I can understand. I was also in quarantine. Uh, I mean, more than quarantine because uh, I was three months closed in the house with my father and um practically uh yeah i should it everything uh, i can say uh, i did more picture during the quarantine than uh, before <laughs> i was doing uh, every day uh, the plants of my father the um, the balcony the people on the balcony and zoom on the on the skyline and uh, yeah i was starting to making time lapse uh, every day and doing video poetry and a lot of stuff really a lot of stuff and um so uh did you mention you mentioned uh jill perez is uh, probably uh in the list of my favorite photographer and uh i can imagine did you approach also to one of the project of him is named silence is about uh, the war in rwanda and uh, uh, in general, yeah, you said Sebastião Salgado also, it's, uh, yeah, you said some names are really strong. And uh, I wanted to... Before, before I, was, uh, I was starting watching and studying the pictures of Salgado, I didn't think oh. that they were possible. It was possible from a camera, for, from, a light, from a 35 millimeter camera to, to make that kind of images. I, I mean, it's like a portrait, like a painting. The shadows, yeah. the textures, I don't know, but I don't know how he does it now, but I'm, I'm amazed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm, I love Salgado. Uh, I love the philosophy, yes, about life in general. I love the story that uh, also with the, with the wife, I mean, it's, it's a, there's a lot to learn from him. I think not only about photography, but in yes. about uh, humanity, it's really, yes, yes. That's true. really something uh, touch us. And uh, really, uh, I want to go deep in this topic with you and ask to you what, what touches inside of you, what, what uh, point touch to, to uh, connect with this uh, stories, photography and, and photographer. Um, first of all, uh about 
from example with Salgado. May, uh, I'll take it from there. Salgado studied economics and tried to to work as an economist. He did his master, then he tried to do a PhD, something like that. And I see myself in him because I began studying mechanical engineering. I then started do my masters, then I began a PhD, and. Uh, during the lockdown, something changed in Sandby, and I said, I want to follow and pursue this career in photography. So it was like an example for me, like a, a role model, may I say. Uh, if he, he did it, he, he dropped everything, took some cameras and started photographing and did something of himself. So with him, it's like, uh, I see that he did it okay, I can do something like that, not reach him, these levels, but I can try. I should try. Because uh, if you don't try, then you say after many, many years, what what if? So I didn't, I didn't want to live with what if. Yes. Uh, I think other... is, just just to, to stop you, sorry. Uh, yes. I think this is really, really interesting what you said because it's something also, it's part of myself. And um, more than what if, I think uh, um, uh, constantly not, uh, I mean, it's not something I think that uh, I consciously think, but uh, I have this uh, feeling that uh, to, I want to leave something in this world as a, as yes. a, as a value and then... Uh, Exactly. Uh, I, I don't think anymore. Uh, and uh, what if uh, I, I think directly I have to do it? Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. I agree with you. I agree. It's not, I don't know if it's a, a bad thought. May uh, I don't know how to, to say it in English, but to leave something behind, to, to make your, to put your rock on the world of the world uh, it's very important especially for me I, I want to leave something behind so i understand completely what you say yeah and uh just just to to know a bit better about you i would love to know what uh, what touched you in general in the when you shooting picture what is uh, the stories you would love to to get in touch okay uh I like uh, when I start shooting inside quarantine. I, I took some walks, and because I couldn't stay inside my house, uh, here in Greece we have uh, we, we should send a message to go for a walk or to go shopping, something like that. So. I find this chance and take my camera with me and start working. When I saw pictures, I, I couldn't feel uh, the passing of time. Uh, it was me like I was flying. I was not walking. I was running. I was trying to, to find, okay, this is this may be a good picture. No, I'm starting walking. And I make some very long walks inside of Athens, trying to, to make beautiful pictures. Uh, and I always like to follow the light and try to find good, nice shadows because I like taking pictures in black and white. 
So I always try to find the shadows and I always try to find an interesting figure. Uh, and eventually I want to, 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 be, to be able to tell uh, stories of people, of uh, uh, how I say it, uh, trying to say stories of other persons and their lives and document it. But I, like a lot of other photographers, I'm a little bit shy approaching strangers and asking them if I could photograph them and meet them. Because here in Greece, when they see you with camera, they think that you're going to do something bad. I don't know what. I don't know why, but that's how people are. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally get. Uh, I'm from Naples, no, originally. And uh... Oh, okay. And then, uh, you know, I think it's uh, quite similar to, to the Greece, uh, the South Italy. And uh, it's not only about uh, what you are doing with the camera, it's also the reaction they have. It's totally, you know, aggressive. And uh, are, you, are you shooting me a picture? Are you shooting me a picture? You know, stuff like that. And uh, or, or like it happened something else to you in Berlin. In Berlin, some months ago, I was walking during the street and uh, there was a couple of a girl in front of me and they was eating ice cream and then I just shoot a picture from the high part just to the ice cream, you know? No. And then uh, behind me, I didn't know there was a friend of these two girls and she stopped at me, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And I said, yeah, I just did the picture of fucking ice cream. And, uh, and she said, yeah, delete now, delete now. I said, yeah, but it's a fucking ice cream. There is no face of anyone. It's just ice cream. And she said, you have to delete now I will, or we call the police, you know? And I was like, okay, girl, uh, are you fucking crazy or what? I just took a picture of ice cream. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I, think, and I think, okay, there are moments that I took really the picture in front of the face of the people. And they don't tell me anything. And they take a fucking picture of ice cream and you're screaming at me. Are you crazy or what? And okay. yeah, I, I know exactly this moment, but... Uh, yes, uh, the, the, the stupid thing with all this idea is that people, they, did not, they don't understand. When you have your mobile phone, you have a camera on it. So if you want to do something with a bad cause, you take the, the phone and take the picture. You don't go with a camera camera with a lens like that uh, standing out in the crowd and start taking pictures so when you when you start posting on social media when you start posting on social media yourself you're already exposed you're already on the internet so i don't know what i could do more with a picture of your shadow passing by from the street i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah no, this, is, this is really stupid and I want to I want to keep on this conversation because I want to say also this is a good topic to say also that uh, because yeah probably also if someone listening this podcast would realize that it's really stupid but uh, yeah even uh, that you post yourself on uh, on Instagram blah 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 I mean you use the hashtag so that means also other people reach out to you and yes. then these people can download your picture i mean everyone can do it everything today uh, but not only that for example in berlin it's for me it's really crazy that people look at me when i have a camera like uh, like you know someone wants to do something bad but uh, in the in the metro in the subway they are full but all in one wagon there are at least 20, 30 cameras of, of security, you know? 
like like in London. Yes, I know. And they think like, what the fuck? You're looking at me. Look at that. There are 20 cameras in you on you, and you're looking <laughs> at me. Yes, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. No, nah, but because this is, uh, you know, the point us is uh, we live in a world uh, where security camera uh, are there, no? And uh, people normalize them life uh, without thinking about that. So then uh, we, in a way, uh, take, uh, you know, this um, dress of the pervert of the situation. Yes, yes, uh, exactly. Can do it something better, even uh, much more worse. When, uh, for example, I was one day with my child in a playground and I was taking some picture of him and uh, one of the mother of someone came to me and said, are you taking a picture of my child? Oh, it's my child. What the fuck you want? I cannot take a picture of my child. Oh, you, you have to try with this camera. Uh, said, you know, so anxious about, okay, even if I take a picture of your child, okay, You, you don't post any picture of your child somewhere. You don't go to a service to print uh, the picture of your child that someone can take it. I mean, even if someone take the picture of your child, then you will never know that. And uh, I don't understand what is uh, today really the, the, the border between uh, privacy and not privacy. I mean, today almost we have the camera. I mean, not almost. We have the camera inside of our eyes because also webcam is a, is a camera. Even yes. we have uh, we have uh, people put uh, Alexa and uh, more uh, inside of the house that uh, uh, some to uh, make smart uh, smart homes. Yes. Yeah. The last year, Say... the last year there was this uh, article I have read that. Uh, uh, Amazon had to pay, I don't know how many millions because uh, they were stalling uh, the information from the from the house of the people. Okay. There was a chip inside. They said, yeah, we don't know anything about this chip, you know, stuff like that. But it was a chip was recording every action. Every action, yes. I so, understand. Sometimes, and... sometimes I wish I could be like Bruce Gilden or... Or another photographer, uh, world photographer, is called uh, Ashley Gilbertson. I don't know if you know him, but he said, "If I'm going out and taking picture and take pictures, and you come and say delete the picture, no fucking way, really. You have to lawyer up, call the police because I'm not deleting the picture at all. Because when you are outside, when you're on a public space, and a lot of people are in the background of public space, you can." leave the people and say i will take a picture so they are with the background they go all together so i think we should smile as photographers approach yeah. people with smile and with a good uh, a good good reactions and say hello to be happy when you are happy when you smile sometimes yeah. you're not bad yeah 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 i mean happened to me also to smile but to i mean sometimes i have in the i'm in the mood to joke and so to play with that so i smile in front of someone but in same way i'm uh, i'm doing the the shit and then i took a picture totally in front of the face and uh, sometimes i blame also and she uh, yeah well, for example just this last was a guy was running and yeah i was obviously i was following him with the camera 
and uh, then I shoot the picture totally in front of the face with the flesh. <laughs> and, and he told me, and he came back, uh, did you take a picture of me? I said, no, man, what the fuck are you? You are not the center of the world. And he was like, <laughs> and he was like, uh, he was not understanding really. Uh, and then he went away and was always looking at me from behind. I said, okay, man, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, for sure. I took a picture of you. I shot it with the flesh in front of your face. <laughs> okay, yes, yes. I had a bad experience. I was in a city outside of Athens called Tricala. Uh, and uh, I was in a park. And had, that park has some uh, rare birds. And I was trying to take some pictures. And I saw a father walking with his child, his children. He was far away. And I took some pictures because he was in the park. He, he, he was far away with my field camera. And then I dropped the camera down and say, I'm starting to leave. And this father started yelling to me, hey, delete that picture. Hey, delete that picture. For my bad luck, he was a cop. So he pulled out his uh, uh, police identity and said, uh, if you don't delete the picture, we have, we, you're going to have trouble and say, I, I don't take the picture. And I'm and I played crazy, so I don't know what you're talking about, and something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. But but uh, I want to say something. But th that kind of encounters, I think, sometimes may maybe scare you, or or the the average photographer maybe scare the average average photographer. So it was a barrier that is created, and uh, you can't you can't pass it easily and say, okay. I'm gonna try it again, and maybe this time I don't have bad luck, and I take the picture of someone, or I'm going to ask him. I think we we, we should be bold and uh, go out of our comfort zones and say, okay, the worst thing that could happen is that I'm gonna take a no for an answer. So no, it's okay, but we should try it. Yeah, totally, totally. So uh, I thank you a lot for uh, this uh, talk. Uh, we went over our minutes. Uh, that was uh, funny and nice. And uh, I hope to create another podcast with you in the near future that we can go thank on you very much. more, and more uh, on this discussion in different experience. And uh, for everyone who wants to watch the work of Jorgos, uh, they can uh, just uh, check. Follow me on Instagram. Yeah, right. And uh, follow him. So uh, I hope you, uh, you enjoy your day and uh, yes, you. yes very much. Have a good day and thanks for very very much for the invitation. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Learn more about our project at allmylinks.com/berlinexplorer or visit our Instagram and follow Berlin Explorer project.